0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio. Show. Talk show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty and property and to promote God, family and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law, of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. We also are convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the peaceful, restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. A quick recap of yesterday's broadcast. Then we launch into today's news the networks refuse to use. Uh, We talked about Wall Street slash BlackRock buying up homes nationwide to turn the middle class into renters. What a shame in America. But it's happening as price wars on real estate happen as more and more people uh, have jobs but yet can't make enough money to pay all the bills due to the out-of-control belligerent inflation brought on by dishonest fiat money. We also talked about millions are just quitting their jobs. According to the Labor Department, they say nearly 4 million people quit their jobs in April. And that's the most on records, pushing the rate to 2.7% of those employed. We talked about Pride Month, Sesame Street. I guess uh, introduces gay male couple for family day. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, look, people can make the choices they want to make. That's fine. But why is government backing these kinds of agendas? Why is government against the traditional male, female household? If you bring that up, then they trash the woman for being some kind of a weirdo or less than honorable female. And the man, of course, is... Has his wife in the kitchen or in bed or whatever kind of stereotypes they dishonestly uh, put on us all. And why does the government promote these agendas? Have they become that much above the people in secret combinations that they can just destroy traditional family? Corporate boycott war on pro-life movies happening as well. Facebook, Disney, Sony, Universal. Universal. NPR Kickstarters, etc. Run train on producers. No doubt about it Disney Sony and Universal are among nine music companies that are simply denying filmmakers access To licensed music for any pro-life movie. There's a pattern of denial across the board. They say we also talked about rancher M and Bundy running for governor in Idaho, he wants to take on Joe Biden and the deep state. We'll see how that goes. Our pressure with him. And by the way, crisis PR experts, Chrissy Teigen's apology won't reverse meltdown from abusive behavior scandal. You know, how does Chrissy get so much power in the first place? And now she can just apologize and all of a sudden, hey, don't worry about it. Leave her in the same powerful position she was in. Shame on the bullying of anybody. Shame on the misdeeds and the misbehavior. If you truly want to repent, you truly want to change, why don't you give up the limelight and go back to be a normal person like the rest of us and decide uh, maybe your fame and fortune isn't as important as you thought it was, and maybe you ought to just be a normal person, right? But no, she wants to hold on to power and a quick apology and a quick nod and a dismissal of the hand and it's all good. I don't think so, personally, ladies and gentlemen. How about you? We also talked about Fox 26 Houston. A TV reporter, her name is Ivory Hector, informs Network Live on air that she's been secretly recording her network colleagues, and she's literally going to tell her story to Project Veritas. Time will tell how that goes for her. I'm sure her firing is imminent. We'll keep an eye on that ball just for you. Donald Trump Jr., Quote, if dad doesn't run in 2024, Ron DeSantis should be the nominee. I'd really push more for a constitutional candidate myself, but that's just me. That's our one. Hour two, we had our guest on, Mr. Alex Spicer, and he's a professional social media expert and a successful social media consultant. You see, folks, let me explain what his job is. His job is to be the voice, eyes, and ears of his clients, like a company, across social media platforms, and then his goal is to properly engage with and grow an audience for them. That's what he does for a living, and he blew the whistle on the abuse of Facebook and some of these top-tier big tech companies. Alex provides firsthand testimony regarding real-time big tech social media censorship, All right, we talked about Facebook rolls out, quote, live audio rooms, podcasts, if you will, according to USA Today. And uh, anyway, Alex doing a great job literally documenting what they're doing to flat out shut down small business or shut down anybody who has any beliefs that are different than their beliefs. And they and their companies have done a lot of tests to prove the points Alex Spicer Made on yesterday's broadcast. If you missed the show, it's available at LibertyRoundTable.com and our nationally syndicated radio network, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, would you please? All right, tonight, I guess there's an event going on at 6 p.m., People's Rights at Sam and Bundy's huge group of people. And I guess it'll be at Pizza Pie Cafe in Orem, Utah. Uh, six o'clock, get your food, 6.30, kickoff. You're going to hear about uh, from a guy by the name of Wayne. He's the speaker, and he'll be talking about corruption in the courts. Boy, howdy, do you have all night, huh? Anyway, great stuff. you got to pay for your food, but the event's free. We'll see you there. All right, that's a local plug, by the way, and we encourage you around the country to get involved in people's rights. We also encourage you to create your own um I used to call them meet groups back in the day, right? But anyway, your own groups to study uh, and discover that you're not alone, that you believe in the sacred cause of liberty, uh, that the truth crosses all boundaries. No matter what divides they put in place, don't fall for it. Good Americans are standing together for the sacred cause of liberty and for what we deem sacred. We hold these rights self-evident, and we hold them dear to our hearts, ladies and gentlemen. And more, more Americans are waking up. Look, I've been in this movement 30 years, and more people have been waking up in the last five years than in the first 25. So that is the good news. And with that, I've got more good news. So we're going to the Freedom Fest, as you know, July 20th through the 25th. And we're going to have a big rollout there for the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association. Going to have a big rollout for Loving Liberty Network and etc. I'll be there. Richard Mack will be there. Kathy Smith will be there. Many others. It's going to be a tremendous uh, broadcast. Uh, Nevertheless, there is a group uh, of us who can sign up to be interviewed uh, ahead of the Freedom Festival or Freedom Fest, freedomfest.com. So we can kind of promote each other's stuff so we can learn and get to know each other so we can meet at the um, event I mean, it's just a way for all of us to kind of network and grow what we do and support others in what they do, et cetera. Uh, so I put myself, of course, uh, available for interviews, and a lady contacted me. Her name is Versteen Henry, and uh, we became friends. We're learning about each other a little bit. She had me on her show um, yesterday. Her website, truthortalk.com, just like it sounds, uh, it's all one word, truthortalk.com. Dot-com and I was on her video podcast. I'm not normally a video guy But anyway, I went on video with her Uh, great interviewer She's a writer teacher She's an actress and a whole lot more she's been a teacher for over 14 years and then she says she's an aspiring Polyglot and I'm like what the heck is a polyglot? Right, so I looked it up what you say is a polyglot It's a person having a speaking reading or writing knowledge of several languages. Well, it makes sense because she teaches ASL and all kinds of stuff. Anyway, now she's in the freedom movement. She started out as a liberal, like most of us do, uh, but she's coming to her senses, thank the good Lord, right? Verstein, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live.
2: Hey, Sam, thank you, thanks for having me. This is what a wonderful Did my introduction. my introduction make any sense? Yes, it was great. You know, I just want to make one correction though. Um, truth, T R U T H E R, like the op- I say the opposite of a liar. Truther talk, because some people think it's truth or O R talk, but it's truth er, one who tells the truth. Right. Who's, who's in so? My audience truth is, is familiar
1: or. with the term truther uh, because of yeah. 9-11 and because of all kinds of yeah, things. Yeah, so for yeah. us, it's truther talk. She's right. Yes. and um, that's pretty much what I said. But I just want to make sure everybody kind of gets it. You're right. It is truther. Talk yeah, yeah. Dot com. yeah. Oh, it's I, really one word, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk. And then and then I taught um, ESL, not ASL. I wish I taught American Sign Language. ASL oh, is Sign Language. Oh, ESL, okay. So yeah, yeah.
1: ESL is what? English?
2: Yeah, English as a second, second language. language. I also, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then ASL is American Sign Language, which is which All is right. something I would love to uh, teach. But I you're mean are try and, to learn
1: that too if you're going to be this uh, polyglot, right? <laughs>
2: not yet i'm i'm focusing on um right now i'm really focusing on spanish and, and mandarin so yeah
1: spanish and mandarin why those two languages
2: well i grew up i'm a los angeles uh a native los angeles i live in texas now but um Uh, You know, it's just because we live so close to Mexico and, and, you know, there are a lot of spanish speaking people here. That was one of the first languages. My mom actually made me learn it when I was a kid and then um, I'm grateful. I actually love it. It's a beautiful language. And then um, I lived in Taiwan for two years and they speak Mandarin. So I start to pick up Mandarin and I'm really trying to get really, really um, fluent with that. So that's that's a lot of work.
1: Well, if you can speak Mandarin, English and Spanish, you can speak to almost anybody in the world.
2: Yeah, pretty not, much. Not, yeah, not literally, because there's
1: other languages, but all I'm telling you is that is a, I mean, a, a lot of people in other countries speak multiple languages. It's Americans that really don't, for the most part. Yeah,
2: yeah. But, yeah there's this really like bad joke that says, what do you call a person with, uh, that speaks two languages? You say, three languages, trilingual, two languages, uh, bilingual, and then one language, and it's American. So. And
1: what do you call guys like <laughs> me that can barely speak English? Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. First Team Henry on your radio.
5: Well my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke but they smoke themselves.
6: When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals?
5: But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example.
6: Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day
7: Saints.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the power of love. Can it save us all? That is the ultimate question, right? Verse Dean Henry with me, TrutherTalk.com, her website podcast, blog, and more. She's a teacher for over 14 years. She's a writer. She's an actress. She has a BA in theater arts from San Francisco State University. She has all kinds of certificates. And she speaks conversational Spanish and intermediate Mandarin. And uh, she lives in Texas, teaches students online now. It's a strong belief of mine, she says. That teaching is the most important job on the planet. Our knowledge is what we pass on from generation to generation. It allows us to flourish and advance as human beings. How are we going to know how to do something if nobody shows us? I love teaching, whether I'm in the classroom or teaching someone a new skill. It makes me feel like I'm giving back to humanity in an extremely profound way. Being a genuine lover... Of all types of people, I'm eager to explore, travel, and experience new things. And she wants to extend her career as English as a second language teacher. She says, I believe my background as an actress, writer, Spanish speaker, Mandarin learner, and musician will add a broad, interesting dynamic to my teaching style. I believe a, a uh, special or a successful teacher, I should say, is someone who takes special interest in their students' abilities but also exposes them to new worlds. My goal as a teacher is to create a supportive, fascinating and fascinating environment but acknowledges different learning styles. So there you have it. Uh, she is very talented. And Verstein, I want to know, uh, you grew up in Los Angeles. Tell me about your household growing up.
2: Um, my, um, I had two parents for a while. I mean, I had two parents, technically. My dad was very in and out. My mom was very, they were very, very, my parents are very, very strict. And in fact, um, like, uh, last month during Mother's Day, my mom and I had a really good laugh about how I used to wish death upon her because she was really <laughs> strict. But I think that she was a good mom. I mean, she did it because you can't be your, your, um, your child's friend if you're going to be a good parent, I think, you know? And, um, yeah, I mean, I have a younger brother, um, I, I I don't know, you just want to know like the parenting situation, um, I I grew up in know did you,
1: did you grow up in the hood, was it a nice life, did you have a stable home?
2: Oh, yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, okay, so I grew up, um, if you've ever been to Los Angeles, there's this area now called Koreatown, and my, the first eight years of my life I grew up there, um, and then, um. Um, Most of my friends were um, immigrants, either Asian or or, um, Latin immigrants. And then um, about when I was eight, I moved to South Central LA by USC. And I actually Mm -hmm. uh, experienced the Los Angeles riots as a kid. I was like right in, in the riots, you know. And um, but thankfully, because, you know, my my mom really fought for my education. I got to go to I got into special programs. I was in like a gifted program in the hood. So I was growing up in the hood, but they had, you know, special programs and stuff that I was I was um, I was able to attend. And then um, when I was in high school, I was bused to, (laughs) believe it or not, Hollywood High, which is an art school like fame. So I went to an art school. And, right, uh, the reason that I yeah. ask
1: all that is because I think it really helps people understand who you are and why you wanted to become a teacher, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you know, my family. I actually, I've, I've, uh, I feel this part of my legacy. I, my family's full of teachers. My grandmother got her master's in education, was in administration, was a teacher for over forty years. My cousin was a teacher. My aunt was a teacher. My uncle was a teacher. My mom was a teacher's aide. Like I just I, and then through the years, I. um I uh, I kept in touch with a lot of my teachers still to this day, and even um, when I first started, I was a long-term sub for like eight years, so I was kind of on the fence that I want to get my uh, credential. And um, at, 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 I worked, and when you're a substitute teacher, you really make a lot of money by just building relationships with schools. So I, I taught mostly um, between a few schools in South Central LA and East LA. And then at two of those schools was, was my cousin, who was a teacher, and she was like my mentor. And then another one of the schools was my sixth grade, I actually work alongside my sixth grade teacher, who is also one of my mentors, so.
1: So how did you uh, – I get the teacher and the writing because they kind of go together, especially if you're teaching English as a second language. How did you get the actress part of this stuff?
2: Oh, well, you know, I don't really act. Or I, I left that behind. That's a whole other <laughs> story. But um, I'm more of a musician right now, so I um, I got into acting because – i was scared but this is before i went to the art school but i used to be like terrified to speak in front of people and i thought if i did like speech and acting that would help me break out of it and then i just fell in love with acting and then by the time i i went to the art school and my i really focused on acting and i used to play the flute a musician and then when i went to college i was a double major in theater arts and music composition and theory um, did you so,
1: know that 99 percent of america is into acting? Ninety nine percent of America are actors and actresses. You want me to tell you how? How? They're all acting like America's okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see all that. All right. You know? Tell me about your musicianship,
1: if you will. What kind of a musician are you?
2: Yeah. Um I am. I'm I'm a singer songwriter and um I I started like I said, I started playing the flute. Um but I, my chops aren't up to par because I haven't played in years, but um, I play guitar and I, and I piano and then I sing and my composition and my I didn't finish the composition in theory major, but I, I still learned a lot nowadays with all the tools, you can teach yourself a lot of the stuff that they teach in school. And I figure that out, and I didn't want to become a career student. so um, I just finished up the theater arts degree and then just uh, bounced. But um, yeah, my, my strengths really are in my singing and in my composition. and I'm getting better at guitar. I can play, I can play the songs I write, I can play the songs I write on piano and guitar. But you know, when you're trying to become a mus- musician, or it, you know, it's a lifelong journey, you're always trying to master your instrument. So I'm always practicing, I'm always trying to get better.
1: All right, that's a good yeah. trait. You say you don't want to be a lifelong student or a um, professional student. I guess we're all that way well, if we learn every day, right?
2: Well, well no, no, I, I, I'm i just talking about in college because it was expensive. <laughs> like I could be a career student in college because I had to pay. All right. So I love learning. Yeah, I, I think I am a lifelong student just in life. I'm always reading. I'm always learning. I'm always... Taking some kind of class, you know, I did jujitsu, like that, you know, that too. I'm, I'm learning, I'm always learning. So I'm always doing something, trying to learn something. But as far as college, now, like it's everything high, you
1: a- describe points to an extreme liberal, Versteen. Right?
2: <laughs> I know, I, know. <laughs> I help, know. Help
1: me understand this. Are you an extreme liberal?
2: No. Um, you know what? Have you taken that that test online? Like um, the, it's like the the political test, so the the quadrant test. I think that's what it's called, like the political quadrant test. So I took that, and technically I am a leftist libertarian, one point left of center. That's where I ended up on the quadrant. Um, right. But you know, I I think. You know, I think liberals have some good ideas. I think, you know, I kind of look at like liberal liberalism and conservatism as like a, a, a scale, right? And there has to be balance. No, 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 no. And no, th-
1: no they are extreme opposites and you have to have this chasm in the middle and fight forever. Don't you understand that?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm just saying, like, I think, you know, like, I love the liberal arts. I think, you know, I'm so grateful for sure. to acting because it got me out of my shell. And because I was able, because I was, you know, I had to, it got me up in in the front of talk, you know, not, it got over my fear of public speaking, basically. When I became a teacher, it was so easy. And when I was in teacher training, when I was in Taiwan, you know, a lot of people still had that fear. And because I'd overcome that, it was so much easier for me to become a teacher. And it also helps me with public speaking. It helps me with the rants that I do on YouTube, you know, helps me with interviewing. Um, It it actually helps with my research skill. And the thing that really sucks about acting is like, you know it's gotten such a bad rap because of Hollywood but it originally was an art form I I feel intended to really put yourself in other people's shoes so you know you develop an empathy for for other people as you play and take on different characters and you're taught when you when you um, you know take on a character that you're not supposed to judge the character that you're playing you're really trying to, to see it from their point of view even if you're playing like a serial killer or somebody bad you have to find the compassion and figure out like why somebody would do something that they would do and and then you know a, a lot of research skills it helped my research skills because when you're researching a character or a time period you have to do a lot of research i didn't realize all this stuff n- until like now as i was doing it you know i just wanted to be doing movies. and i, and and I bring stuff this like up
1: because it's the road you've been on for your whole life as a teacher as a writer Now, as a broadcaster on YouTube, doing videos and interviews for her show, truthertalk.com. She's the co-host, by the way. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds. But for now, I want to continue on this liberal thing, uh, because they want you to believe we're so divided we can never work together. I got news for you, folks. They lie. This is Liberty Roundtable.
0: Pursuing Liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
8: USA Radio News with
6: Lance Pride.
9: Senate Republicans Tuesday blocked sweeping legislation on election and campaign finance reforms that Democrats said is crucial to ensuring voting rights and saving democracy. But the GOP blasted as a partisan power grab and noted voter ID is not included, something a majority of American voters on both sides of the aisle want. The Department of Justice on Tuesday seized 36 news website domains linked to Iran's government for spreading disinformation as part of a propaganda campaign. The Department of Justice said in an emailed statement it took action against 33 websites used by the Iranian Islamic Radio and Television Union and three others operated by the Iran-backed Hezbollah militia. New York City mayoral candidate Eric Adams was the early frontrunner after polls closed on Tuesday to represent the Democrats in November's general election. The winner won't be announced for some time. The Board of Elections won't tally absentee ballots until July 6th. USA Radio News
8: if you're tired of the old cable news you now have a choice its Newsmax TV more than 40 million Americans are tuning in making Newsmax the fastest growing cable news channel in America every minute every day Newsmax gives you the real news you can trust with top analysts hosts and guests like Ben Carson Mike Huckabee Alan Dershowitz Dick Morris Nancy Brinker Mike Reagan Rudy Giuliani and so many more it's easy to watch find Newsmax on all major cable systems or get Get Newsmax free on streaming platforms like Roku, Zumo, Pluto, YouTube, and most smart TVs like Samsung Plus and LG. Remember, Newsmax is different than most cable news networks. You can get it for free on your smartphone. So download the Newsmax app and start watching right now. Join the Newsmax revolution and get us everywhere. Online at Newsmax.com, on your cable channel, your smart TV, and your smartphone. Because when news breaks, you need a trusted source. It's Newsmax.
9: With China blocking investigations into the origins of COVID-19, one lawmaker says it's time to hit China with lawsuits. Dan Naraki reports.
4: The international community continues to look for ways to push China to fully cooperate with an investigation into the origins of COVID-19. Senator Lindsey Graham believes that the U.S. needs a place to lay out the evidence that the virus leaked from a Chinese lab. The South Carolina Republican tells Fox News that Congress should allow Americans to sue China over COVID.
10: We need to allow the American people to go to an American court and sue the Chinese Communist Party for ruining their lives and their businesses by waiving sovereign immunity like we did after 9-11 for Saudi Arabia. So I'm going to challenge my Democratic colleagues to open the American court system up so we can get to the bottom of what happened in China. The best way to get to the truth is to have a trial over where it came from and how got to America and I'm convinced this came from a lab leak. I don't think it was an intentional, but it didn't come from nature.
9: USA Radio News.
1: All right, back to you live, ladies and gentlemen, special interview, Verstein Henry, writer, teacher, an expire, aspiring polyglot, her website, com. It's a YouTube channel. It's video. They do interviews. Her and her partner, April, do a great job. Very interesting. And you know, she grew up in Los Angeles. Teaching English as a second language is what she does now. Uh, she uh, knows Spanish conversationally. So was your growing up language English in the home?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For your sure. parents
1: speak Spanish? No.
2: <laughs> no. Not at all.
1: <laughs> all right. Do they speak Chinese no. or Mandarin?
2: No. <laughs> no. All right. Not at all. All right. So
1: these are things you just picked up and learned on your own, right?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm.
1: But a bunch of people in her family are teachers and administrators in schools and all this kind of stuff. She grew up in L.A., uh, kind of in the hood, but in a way had a little bit of... Um, uh, good news bus to an arts school and everything else, but everything of that smacks is extreme liberalism uh, And she's not an extreme liberal no. And uh, they want you to believe that if she's a liberal and I'm a ultra they got to put in the word ultra Conservative talk show because that's what they say of me even though. I think that's a lie, too um, Because yeah. I don't believe in the liberal conservative thing and yeah. uh, you woke up to this reality as well, right?
2: Yeah, and I think that, like, um, I, you know, I I had some conservative values without even knowing it, you know, and I think a lot of people were just kind of brainwashed. And I think that, you know, I, if I talk to my mom, she's probably mostly a conservative, but, you know, she was brought up to just be like, oh, liberals are for poor people and, you know, or Demo- – I'll just say it this way. Democrats are for poor people and Republicans are for um, – rich people so if you're poor you vote democrat and if you're rich you vote republican and i think that is the mindset of a lot of people in fact i did a series um my my old youtube channel was taken down a couple months ago but i did a series on my old youtube channel that i called it blacker than thou where i actually interviewed um black conservatives some some latino a couple of asians and stuff and they all had this mindset those were the questions i asked them and they all kind of had this programming that you know they th- that's what they thought and then if they really delved into like what you know, their values were they actually found that they were probably mostly conservative, you know, and in some aspects. I mean, I still have some liberal values too. I'm not all, but yeah but like i said i don't really believe in that either you know it's just another way to divide and conquer us and to to pit us against each other because if we really found out and and focused on the real controllers they wouldn't be able to do what they were doing so they have to divide us by race they have to divide us by political party by sex by sexual orientation by nationality by any any little you know any chasm that they can create between us to pit us against each other they they do it you know young and old you know tall and short whatever
1: yeah, that's what they love. I reject their narrative completely, and we're making a difference as people learn the truth and jettison the left-right paradigm. Uh, for example, am I an ultra-conservative talk show? Some would say yes. But for example, I'm I'm anti-war for the most part. Now I get that we need to defend yeah. ourselves as a nation. I get self-defense, but you know what? 99% of the uh, wars are unjust wars. Yeah, They're exactly. fueled by the military industrial complex, which funds both sides of the war. Bankers get yeah. rich, the rest of us die. Uh, or, or, or uh, struggle economically because we're in a war and it alters our lives in so many, so many ways, um, that I'm, for the most part, anti-war. Uh, yeah. And so is that a liberal or a conservative value there, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, it just, yeah, but I think most people would say that's a liberal value, but it's doesn't it's, yeah, BS, so it's I'm not. Yeah, so I'm
1: a liberal, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like I I don't know. It's they just want to put us in these boxes and I think, you know, you got to really kind of talk to people and see where they, they they stand on certain issues, you know, to like You know, really it's really hard to categorize people. People are very complex, you
1: know. People are complex issues are complicated. Uh, one size does not fit all, ladies and gentlemen. Americans are just trying to figure it out, and I find that the younger people are, the more liberal they are, and the older people get, the more conservative they become uh, by nature.
2: Yeah, have Isn't you that, 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 an that quote reality
1: that, check, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, but you know, it's what is that quote that goes, "If you're young and you're um, you're you're not liberal, you don't have a heart, and if you're older and you're not conservative, you don't have a brain." But it it, it like um. It, it it basically I think speaks to experience, and I think a lot of these extreme liberals now are in a state of arrest development, even as adults. A lot of you know, and um, I'm not, I don't teach anymore. I mean, I teach via my channel, right? I'm not a teacher, but um, before uh uh a few years ago when I moved to Texas, I I worked with on um, Lyft, which is like Uber, and um, I would actually you know I gave over four thousand rides, and I would talk to um people from all walks of life and a lot of them were liberals because they were austin and a lot of them seem to have um you know this um you know this state of arrested development even as adults where they just kind of didn't want to take responsibility and didn't grow up you know and i I've, I've found like also when i lived outside of america i didn't hate america but i'm definitely grateful <laughs> for america and I think it really took living outside of a of a of the country to realize how special America was. Even though Taiwan is great, I have no qualms, but you know, there's no there's no place like America. I've traveled quite a bit, so
1: Well and ladies no. and gentlemen, it has to do with the principles that made America great. Are the issues, Mm -hmm. and they're not liberal, they're not conservative. These are divide, scare words, ladies and gentlemen, that you need to learn to jettison uh, from your lexicon in terms of of an understanding point of view. Let me give you an example. I don't know if you know this, but in the founding fathers' era, a liberal was what the founders were. Do you realize that? Because the words had different meanings then.
2: Hmm, yeah.
1: A conservative was the one that wanted to stick with King George. Did you know that?
2: No, I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised yeah, because they were Because conservative would stay the with language. the
1: status quo. There, liberal would go out and find new frontiers, right?
2: Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. That's what it is, right? It's like it's like that's what progressivism, right? You're progressing. You're, you're you're exploring new things, and I I think it's good to do that. But you also need to remember where you came from. You can't forget your roots because if you stray too far away, then you you lose who you are. And yeah, that's you need where your we are heritage are right for sure.
1: So I'm not yeah. doing too bad for somebody who doesn't even know what polyglot means,
2: huh? <laughs> well, now you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. so my yeah, mom yeah. made me look up words my whole life, and so the second I yeah. saw uh, Verstein's profile, ladies and gentlemen, I saw polyglot. And I'm like, what the heck? I got to look that up. So I went into Google and I type in define space polyglot, and then I learned what it is. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I get it. Uh, poly yeah. mini, right? I get it. Um, yeah, many and languages. There you go.
2: Many languages. Yeah. So anyway,
1: fascinating stuff. So let's talk a little bit about um, how you became more conservative and how you kicked off your talk show.
2: Okay, here we go. And, and I'm so comfortable uh, speaking on the show because I know where you stand with the subject. But um, when I was in special ed, before I moved to uh, Taiwan, I just... Um, Long story short, you know, I wanted to leave acting behind for a bit and I was pursuing acting, had an agent, had my side card, all that stuff. And I was just very, I wouldn't, I would just say Hollywood, I was just realizing how toxic Hollywood was. And I'm just like, and you know, because I'd grown up in LA, I think if you're somebody that is born and raised in LA, whether you're in the acting business or not, it's still, you're like in this machine. And I felt like I needed to leave the machine to, yeah, you know, I was becoming depressed, I was having low self-esteem, you know, and I think when you pursue acting, you're very, you're always being judged phys- on your physical appearance. You know, you go into a room, literally, sometimes a group of girls that look similar to you, and then you just have people look at you, and they'll say, you know, like, thank you very much, or they might make criticisms about, so it's, it's really, that's just one aspect of how it's very toxic, but I was just like you know what i need to get out of this place and i decided to go to taiwan and right before then my best friend april bowden who uh we met in college but um her son just recently got the diagnosis of autism and he was vaccine injured and i know that he was normal before that and when she was grieving about her diagnosis i actually put her in touch with my cousin and um who's also autistic or, or my her my, her my cousin's mom my cousin's autistic but her mom right so i was thinking like, maybe two grieving mothers can like work it out so i tried to hook them up and i had lost touch with my cousin i didn't know that my cousin also became autistic as a result of vaccines and i was like oh that's very interesting so as i'm moving there I, when I got off of work, it just happened to be the perfect time because April's kids were in school and we can talk. So we would just talk. And then she would send me stuff. And I was like, Why don't you sue the um, the vaccine manufacturers? And then she comes, she's like, Yeah, I'm going to do that. Or, or, or the pharmaceutical industry or the doctor or whatever. And then she comes back, she's like, I can't sue them. I was like, What do you mean you can't sue them? I was like, well, You don't have the money? Like, I couldn't wrap my head around why she can sue them. She's like, No, there was this law that was put into place that says you can't sue if you're, you know, if you're injured by a vaccine i was like this is outrageous i can't believe this no liability for vaccine
1: companies let's just let the taxpayers pay the bills
2: yeah exactly you know and i was i was like i was outraged so then you know she starts sending me all this stuff and i you know i've always loved before i discovered the arts when i was junior high up to that point i wanted to be a doctor i was a freak and i would just read medical books oh (laughs) Like crazy. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, this is different than the podcast that Versteen's used to. We have to take actual radio breaks. We take them out of our podcast after the show, though, by the way. But we are on AMFF Radio, in addition to uh, the podcast put together after. Learn more about Versteen's incredible YouTube channel, truthortalk.com. We continue in seconds.
4: How many times do I have to tell you I swear, it just goes in one ear and out the
5: other. Don't you understand English?
6: Your children are probably too polite to tell you.
5: Hello? Those things on the side of your head aren't turnips?
6: But they get just as frustrated when you won't listen to them as you do when they won't listen to you.
4: Do I need to speak slower?
6: In fact, few things show children how much they're valued and respected more than a parent's willingness to listen.
4: Tell me what she did at work today
6: studies show when parents listen children develop better listening skills themselves they also tend to have more self-confidence and are more likely to avoid alcohol and drugs
4: now sit down here and tell me all about it
6: when you really listen love is what they'll hear
4: thank you for sharing
11: that with me
6: from the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints for more tips on strengthening your family visit family.mormon.org
11: as you all know Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life.
12: All right,
1: ladies and gentlemen, live on your radio, Sam Bushman riding shotgun on the show today, Verstein Henry. She's a writer, teacher, aspiring polyglot. Go look that up, folks. She's also the co-host of Truther Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, truthertalk.com. It's a video channel. It's a podcast. It's video. She had me on the show yesterday. Uh, and what's interesting is she does this show with her co-host, April. Uh, april's the blogger too and, and you know they do different things in the in the show uh, but uh, she's telling you about how her journey you know uh, for the most part an extreme liberal but then kind of coming to her senses on vaccines going wait a minute people are being harmed by this hold on a minute you mean the government uh is literally putting the taxpayer on the line and shielding the vaccine companies so you got kind of ticked off right
2: yeah, yeah. I got that song in my head, the land down under song. <laughs> Sorry. Um yeah, so um yeah, let me try and make this shorter. Um so then I moved to Taiwan, she's sending me stuff. We were able to talk and and I was just like this is uh, this is outrageous. Like how come people don't know this information? Like people aren't getting informed consent. And around this is around the time too a lot of my friends are starting to have children. And I was just like, oh, why don't I post this on my Facebook wall and people would know about it. Didn't know that I was going to get exiled. Both the, both, they we were just going to be like these heretics. We were going to lose all of our friends.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, bullied, shut down, ostracized. death-threaded. Death wow.
2: Death threats, rape threats. Like, had no idea. Whoa. Just, We were just like yeah just we had no idea that just like, vile
1: uncalled for unacceptable yeah, behavior we we're
2: just together. like we just want people to like know this information how come this isn't public information so we were not even that since as i think a lot of people are when they start waking up and then you know once the vaccine rabbit hole opens up you start going down and then it just you just find out how you lied to about everything else and and it's interesting too because you know i i did but at that time did um believe that 911 was an inside job or wasn't it wasn't the official story what we were told so i was already open to that and um and then um but it was interesting because, you know, we would have people that were, you know, line 11 truthers that we were friends with. And then we talk about vaccines and then we're like, no, no, no. But vaccines save lives. So we're like, oh, wow, that's just another layer that we have to cut through. And then we slowly we slowly figured that that the health freedom and the, the anti-vaxxers were actually at the low, lowest on the totem pole when it came to the truth movement. So we were still at the bottom, <laughs> you know, when it came to stuff like that. So yeah, um, I'm just kind we of started our podcast. I think ass. that I want
1: truth wherever it's found, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't care where I fit on the totem pole. I just want the truth, and I'm a truth seeker and a truth teller, and that's just. Oh how it is.
2: yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't. We didn't care, but we just didn't know. We just thought that oh well, if you believe that 9/11 is a then you'd be open to vaccines and you'd be open to all the other stuff. But I guess you know, there's still there's still fragmentation about certain subjects even within the truther movement. So yeah, there we are. Started and, and our, the
12: reason
1: that I. The reason that I spend time on that, before you tell about your podcast, the reason I spend time on that, ladies and gentlemen, this is very layered and very nuanced, and people have to kind of have their come-to-Jesus yeah. moments, if you will, one piece at a time. And everybody doesn't come along the same path to get there is the point.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I, I say that they have different entries to the rabbit hole, but I think once you go far, far enough down, you, they, it all leads to the same... Um, like uh, origin right like or the same word, yeah. yeah the same core the same agenda the same
1: dishonesty yeah Same patterns of manipulation it yeah. goes on and on now so, when, yeah, and... when you were going down this rabbit hole though did you when you found out that kind of all things were connected were you shocked were you depressed what kind of happened at that juncture right there's like an awakening um,
2: yeah you know I always can I always compare it to the Cooper Ross do you know the Cooper Ross stages of death yes yeah, so I, I compared to that, right? Yeah, you For, grieve so first and then you go through like, and
1: you're angry and you, I understand. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's it's like, it's like, what, denial, um, anger. First is denial, then anger, then bargaining, then, you know, um, and then I think I am always miss one. I have to get this, I have to get my rhetoric down a little bit more. Oh, denial, anger, bargaining. Um, and then I think acceptance, right? I know there's there's something else I'm missing, but it's these stages, right? Because at first you're just like, no, come on, that can't be real, come on. You hear some, you're like, no, this is too outrageous. And then you're like, hey, you're, you're, you're telling like, oh my me God. we didn't go to
1: the moon, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, and then you're just like, you're angry. You're like, I can't believe they lied to us. And then you're like, please God, don't let this be true. This is terrible. And then you're like depressed. You're like, wow, the, like I've been lied to my whole life. And then you're like, you know what, I've been lied to my whole life, but now everything that I've been lied to about it actually makes even more sense because I was always a curious person anyway, and I was always asking questions, why? Like, like, why are there wars? And why are there, you know, why does this happen? And why is, you know, why can't, why are people always dying of cancer? And why, so, you know, and then through that, I was actually able to heal myself because as I became connected to more truthers and our passion is, you know, uh, started with like health freedom, I actually been able, I was a severe asthmatic and I have endometriosis and allergies, but because of that um, and learning about natural healing, you know, a lot of cures that are suppressed and how they don't want the public to know how to heal themselves, but once you understand how to do that, which is really simple, really Ultimately, I, it comes down to lifestyle and diet, what you put in your body and what you don't put in your body. And, um, you know, I've been actually able to get off uh, most of my medication. And I'm thriving. And I've actually been the healthiest at this age that I've, well, <laughs> I don't know if it's should age, but um, I've been the healthiest as I've been in ahead. my life. Yeah. So, So. it's, uh, it's been a blessing, actually.
1: Everybody has their own road. But when we get to the same space, we begin to understand that, you know what? Race doesn't matter. Religion doesn't matter. Uh, You know, these different things they try to divide us on are really uh, set aside and irrelevant. Americans are going in the last stage after you're resigned to it and acceptance. Then you actually go to another stage that they left out. But I want to bring this up because I think it's important. You eventually start to have hope.
2: Mm -hmm. You start to say, you know what, Mm -hmm. maybe
1: if I do more, maybe if I get involved, maybe if I I think I can make somewhat of a difference, maybe I can't solve it, but you know what, by heck, I'm going to do what I can. Thus, your podcast,
0: right?
2: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because at the time, uh, um, we were just kind of doing it as a hobby and it was a catharsis for us, you know, because we just we we wanted somebody to talk to. And then after we had lost all of our friends and they thought they were all just insane loony Tunes. Um, you know, where we're just like, well, we just were consuming as much information as I, as we could. And I would get home. I I worked evening. I worked at a bushy band, which is like a night English school. So I would get home, um, you know, at, I don't know, maybe 10 o'clock. I would stay up to like four in the morning, watching videos, reading PDFs, just consuming as much information as I could. And, um, and, uh, you know, but just wanting, as being the, you know, having the teacher gene in me, <laughs> being the teacher that I am, I wanted to impart this information on people. And then I noticed, too, I, I the second year I was there, I took a job online, and I actually got a job in addition to teaching writing curriculum, because I thought I would be able to help change the stuff there, because they would have individualized lessons, but... I, you know, but they were still very, um, I don't know, mainstream narrative. I didn't agree with a lot what that was in the lessons. And I thought, well, maybe if I'm a curriculum writer, I can help change it that way. And of course, they weren't having it. So I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I got to think of other ways to to get the word out because, you know, they're, they're still stuck on their worldview. It's a different worldview, you know and Taiwanese people are very sweet but they'd never question the government and that was one of the reasons I wanted to leave and I wanted to get back at 20 by 2012 at that time cuz you know they they're very very nice people and they're very intelligent but they they're very compliant to their government and they don't have guns as, <laughs> then, most, you know. as
1: most nations are very compliant to their governments, ladies and gentlemen. And in America, we have way too much compliance with our governments as well. And I'm not preaching insurrection and I'm not preaching uh, revolution. I'm just merely telling you that, you know what, when the government runs off the rails, compliance is not a good thing.
2: Okay? Oh, but they don't sticking question with, anything. Yeah. Sticking with the they principles
1: don't... that made America great and upholding the rule of law and using the checks and balances uh, is the correct thing to do. In other words, the question becomes, yeah. who's going rogue? Us for our disobedience? Us for our calling them on the carpet? Or them for their abuse of their authority, for abuse of the role, the proper role of government? Um, and we need to put it straight. We're not the ones that are rogue. They're the ones that have become yeah. rogue agents. And we need to be wise enough uh, to call a halt to that con game. What they want you to believe their narrative is that, man, you're off the rails there. Uh, Verstein, Sam, you guys are kind of great. No, we're not. We're telling you that the government has no business protecting a special interest group called the vaccine company that is creating injury and death when they lie to us and say there's no injury or death. Vaccines are safe and effective. But yet the truth is in the pudding. They've already spent $4 billion plus of American taxpayer money since 1986 when vaccines aren't safe and aren't effective problem is they have specialty courts Mm. and protection for the vaccine companies to where americans don't know about it now some would say well sam you're just a hardcore anti-vaxxer aren't you no again they lie i'm a vax truther so let's have transparency in vaccines so that we all know the truth let's not have government step in and give them special privilege or protection let's let them take their lumps like every other industry in the world and then I'm for letting Americans learn in the transparent world, understanding the real issues and the pros and cons and, and, and the history of these companies. And then let Americans decide. Let it be a risk-reward analysis for each of us to use our agency as we choose. And if you want to go ahead and take the jab, ladies and gentlemen, I'll back your right to take the jab. But you better be ready to back mine to not take it because my research says it's bogus. Can we be free and transparent and accountable to have that kind of candid conversation? That's the real issue, Christine.
2: Exactly. And well, I also think that the thing that really bothers me is that people aren't getting informed consent. Like, you know, we've been brainwashed, I would say, even since, even now, since the, the day of birth, you know, that vaccines are the greatest thing since sliced bread. Because right, even nowadays, right when you're born, you're vaccinated, right? And then you see Sesame Street, you see, see it in cartoons, it's in books, it's in movies, that vaccines save lives. So the greatest thing, don't ever question them. And it's actually, I say it's become a religion where, you know, they accuse us basically of what they're doing. We, we have a lot of evidence showing that they're not effective and they're not Safe, and all they have is the fact that they've just been told that they've been safe throughout their life. You know, and I, I, frankly, I don't mind being called an anti-vaxxer. I mean, that's not all of who I am, but I, you know, I embrace that term because anti is against in vaccines. And I think that there's, there's a really good reason to be a- against vaccines. And i I try my best to become competent to explain why I'm anti vaccine. And I, I, um, But I respect people's right, too. If they don't want to be called that, I respect that as well. But, you know, I don't let people try and use that as a pejorative. And then people don't want to look at it because they don't want to be called names. They don't want to be called an anti-vaxxer. But if you're not worried about being called names, then, you know, it's harder for people to shut you down. And um, They call me names,
1: but what I try to do is put it on the table of what we're really advocating for. See, what I want in vaccines is I want accountability and I want transparency.
2: I don't think we need them. There's no evidence that we've never, look. We've been on this earth, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of years as human beings. Vaccines have only been around for 200. Animals, um, you know, same thing, right? Like the only animals that get vaccinated are like livestock and pets and stuff. But they've animals yeah, and humans by, by human intervention, without. right? Yeah, yeah. All hey, these Versteen, years without Our vaccines. one hour
1: oh. one's up. Do you have time to stay with me for the next hour?
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm done.
1: All right, stay there, because Versteen wrote an article I want to dig into as well. And I got a bunch of other topics to throw uh, at her feet and see what she has to say about them, ladies and gentlemen. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. Versteen Henry with me, ladies and gentlemen. TrutherTalk.com is her YouTube channel and website and a whole lot more. Check it out. Hour one in the can, two coming up. I am Sam Bushman. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. We, the people, can restore the Republic. You got to get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic.
0: Broadcasting Live. From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio. This is the broadcast for June 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two. The goal always to protect life, liberty and property and to promote God, family and country. Ladies and gentlemen, two hour interview with Verston Henry. And she's a writer, a teacher. She's also co host of TrutherTalk.com. You know, are you a truther? I'm a truth teller. I want the truth in everything, everywhere, all the time. How about you? Well, that's what she wants as well. She grew up in LA, folks. She grew up uh, in a family of teachers and educators. Uh, and she's studying Mandarin and Spanish, and now she uh, is English as her first language. But she's teaching English as a second language to many people across the world as well. She went and lived in Taiwan for a couple of years, came back, woke up over the vaccines. Wow. Realized the left-right paradigm was completely bogus. And and now she's uh, joined us as truth tellers. Welcome back, Versteen.
2: Hi, hey, Sam. so uh,
1: has april kind of she kind of came on your journey with you that's her co-host for the show april Mm -hmm. uh did april just you kind of have this journey of of awakening together
2: yeah it was great i mean mean, i'm saying that because it's great to have somebody to kind of quote unquote wake up with you know especially when you lose everybody around you because that to me that was it was really painful it was shocking we actually talk about that on the show how we're just like we just had no idea. We we're, you know, our intention was to help people and to inform people. and We didn't know that they were like, "Shut up, conspiracy theorists, block me," you know. Talk all the friends when I came back, and I was like, "Hey guys, I'm back." Like nobody, none of my old friends, um, even responded to me. They just basically like kicked me aside, you know. So I just, I wasn't. An ex- and mostly like my college, a lot of my college friends, friends that I've known since I was a kid. You know, they, they're still. Uh well, you know, they were with me for a while, but since this election, um, you know, things have really I've I've lost even more friends, you know. Um
1: Yeah, you're a Trumper, so, you're a truther, you're a birther, you're an anti everything, aren't you?
2: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm just a crazy person and uh I mean, it's just made my skin thicker. I don't really I, I state it matter of factly now because I, I know that's the territory, right? When you when you um, you know, go through this road of on truth of truth. you're constantly you know being ostracized, you're constantly being um, you're constantly like losing friends and family members and you're not invited to things and you know um, I mean it's just it's just the you're ostracized so but but the flip side is that is because I've done the talk show and because I'm doing what i've I've done what I've done. I've been able to connect to amazing people all over the world. I mean, it really has restored my faith in humanity because the people that do stand up for truth are some of the most extraordinary human beings that I would ever like to meet in my life. And had I not been on this journey, I would not have met these people such as yourself and, you know, other people that I've met. And always very intelligent, too. They always try and paint this picture that we're just dumb. And, you know, basically they project onto us what they do. So every, every, acu- every uh, con- accusation is a confession, you know. They, they, they think that we're just these lazy people that are brainwashed and watch TV and just do what they're told, but that's what they do, right? We're constantly reading books. We're constantly, you know, interviewing people, talking to people, going out, traveling, you know, digging deeper. And they're not doing any of that. They're getting all of their information basically by what they're taught in school and And the t v and also, as a teacher, I would say one of the most hideous i think um forms of discrimination is um I don't know if there's a word for it, Sam, help me out, but I would say, I don't know educational elitism where people they go to school because you're college educated or because you're college educated to a certain degree, people just look down on you, and I've seen people act that way toward me, and it's just as bad as racism or I would even say worse.
1: The problem that you have is the indoctrination that we've all received uh, in government school from the ground up uh, and in society from the ground up, from the cradle, ladies and gentlemen, where anybody different from you is looked at with like, who the heck are you? What are you about? There's something wrong with you, anything different. Okay. Part of that is in our DNA, but most of it is in the indoctrination that we experience. The DNA part of it says something's different. Let's explore it and learn about it. It's different. Mm-hmm. We, it's pointed out to us. Uh, but the indoctrination says let's be critical of it. Uh, let's jettison it. Let's uh, turn against it. Let's, okay. And so what you've got to do in society is you've got to unlearn all the indoctrination that you've gained uh, from socialism to communism to uh, et cetera, et cetera. The divide culture is what I call it. Um, mm-hmm. And you've got to unlearn all that. So that now you can start with a cre- clean slate and learn. And the problem is so many people stumble as they unlearn.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: M- am I making any sense?
2: Yeah, I know. You are. You are. I mean, stumbling, though, what do you mean like by stumbling as they unlearn? Well, they but... stumble
1: and they unlearn because they get caught up on something. They're like, wait a minute. You know, you're this and I'm that. You're a conservative. I can't. You're an anti-vaxxer. You know what? I can't work with you. I mean, God and science and everybody else is for vaccines. I just can't go there. And so they get stuck. And what they first need to do in their unlearning process is say, maybe I don't agree with you, but I'm okay if you think differently and if you've come to a different conclusion that I have. Okay, that's okay. The world doesn't explode because we think differently. And Americans yeah, totally. think that. They think if you think differently, the world has just exploded. We can never be friends again. We can't communicate. We don't have anything yeah. in common. We've got to. And they just shut down. And they've got to learn. Look, I don't care if you're an anti-vaxxer or a vaxxer. I am an anti-vaxxer because I don't want vaccines. I don't want to take them. And I don't want anybody to force anybody to take them. Yeah. yeah. So really, and I'm yeah. an anti-forcer is what I am. I don't like force, okay? Yeah. But if you want to take yeah. a vaccine and you really believe that's in your best interest and you really have transparent information and you've really done your best to do your due diligence and you say, I say and believe in the vaccines and I want to take them, then my response is more power to you. You have a good time. I won't hate you yeah, for taking the vaccines. That. How about if you don't hate me for not taking them? Thank you very much. We can agree to disagree agreeably. And Americans have to unlearn so they can get that done.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just think it's people because I, you know, I ran into this even with people when I was starting to wake up, you know, when I was living in Taiwan and when I was living over there, um, there were lots of, I, I was um, friends with lots of people from all over the world, you know, Ireland, because, you know, English teachers, they didn't just come from America, you know, they came from other English speaking countries. So there are a lot of people from like, you know, the um, the Virgin Islands or Ireland or South Africa, or Australia and Denmark, you know, all these people that spoke English as a first language that were also teachers and they still kind of had the same attitude and I really think it's like also this human this human nature well is it human nature I would say this fear of not wanting to be ostracized you know like it it even kind of irks me today to this day when people bring up you know something and they have evidence to back it up and then they say oh well I'm not a conspiracy theorist I'm like well why not like you don't, you don't believe that. Like nowhere in history, no one's ever conspired to do anything against anybody, right? If you break but the words, this is conspiracy what I mean, though. In our society,
1: down. in our society, we have learned by cultural norms to reject conspiracy theory.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's, why? But you gotta cons-
1: unlearn that
2: because say, it's been used think, as a pejorative. I think a, the mailman it's, it's a conspires tool. when
1: he gives dogs bones.
2: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> But I mean, you right? know, but, but people don't. Yeah. But I mean, like people don't even realize they don't break the term down. They don't really, really think about what it means. They just know that the term conspiracy theorist is like is like a bad thing. And I don't want to be I don't want to be um known as that. So I'm not going to I'm going to like separate myself far as far away from those type of people as I can. I don't mind that. I don't call myself a conspiracy theorist You know, I'm not like, hey, I'm a conspiracy theorist but, but I'm not going to like, I'm not going to be also like bound by that word and let that word frighten me. If somebody calls me that or offend me, you know, it's just like the, the N word too, you know, with some people like that word doesn't bother me or being called an uncle Tom or a sell-out. like that. I mean, like, come on, like, really like that 's all you have i 'm so bored with that. you know, people want to just call you names, but even as adults they 're adults that are afraid to be called names. They have no like courage and it 's really it 's really disappointing because i mean it it's I was bullied when I was younger a lot too, so I think that helped you know thicken my skin even as an adult because going into you know, going down the rabbit hole, you, you have to, you know, kind of have a thick skin. And I think that there's some people that maybe they might stick their toe in, but they won't go all the way in because they don't want to be bullied and they don't want to be ostracized, you know, for, and it's, for that. It's nature and they don't have the courage, uh, for that, they don't but, have the courage. But our
1: society really, really, because what they want to teach you is individualism is wrong, groupthink is wonderful. And that's the mm-hmm. big lie that we've got to jettison so We've got to say, listen, yeah. I have researched this or I've learned about this and here's my views and we're okay to have our views. I think it's really important to understand. So how did you learn about me, Bernstein?
2: I um, I got the list. <laughs> you know what though? I had heard of your podcast before and I just, I don't know, I don't know it's like 60 people on the list or more, but I just kind of went through and I, you know, because I can't, interview 60 people before um freedom fest but i just i just went through the list and i i picked people that i thought i would gravitate toward and we would like you know f- have a common interest and we would bond and you just happened to be one of them so i saw the interview i saw it like um you speaking about liberty. And I was like, I was like, yeah. And I just saw that you, you were, you know, you're very passionate. And, and I'm really passionate, you know, and I love other super passionate people. I always gravitate toward them because I don't feel like I have to apologize for my passion. And sometimes I feel if you're passionate, people get offended by that. Just the fact that you're a passionate, you know?
1: Yeah. All I could say is if you want to get offended, have a good time. Let me know when you come to your senses. We'll be glad to agree yeah, to yeah. disagree agreeably and work together and just change the world. One heart, one mind, one issue at a time. Versteen Versi- Henry with me, ladies and gentlemen. Her website, truthertalk.com. It's her YouTube channel. They got a blog there and a whole lot more. Her and April do a great job. Hang tight. More in seconds. Liberty Roundtable live.
12: and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Versteen Henry with me. I got some kind of good news, potential good news anyway, that I want to tell everybody about. Then we'll go back to regular programming. White House now expects... To miss goal on vaccines NYT New York Times at the piece so yeah they say don't worry it's all insignificant and he's got so close to his goal and anyway the bottom line is that uh, you know the people from 18 to 26 they're just not getting the vaccines fast enough folks and all I can tell you is that's horrible you know what why can't people just choose not to get the vaccines why do we have to force this agenda um, they now say that uh, if you don't, the vaccine centers are primarily empty where people are getting the the shots over the cocoa, the jab, the cocoa jab. Uh, so now they're trying to go door to door to get people to take the vaccines. Folks, if it's that critical, why do you have to just force the narrative down our throats? And the answer is because people are waking up and making up their own minds and going, I'm not really into the vaccine thing. Thank you very much. I don't trust it. it's fake. It's not really a vaccine. Uh, it's an experimental, uh, you know, gene therapy and. Uh, You know, it's not even approved, so the side effects aren't even known, and I'm I'm just not interested in that. See, can we have that view, or is that not acceptable in society? You know, see, through the ages of society, we have demonized uh, people who we call heretics because they have different opinions. Nine times out of ten, those conspiracy theorists turn out to be conspiracy realists, and facts come out and validate their position Time and time again. Ladies and gentlemen, Versteen Henry is with me. Her website, truthertalk.com. Um, Sam helps listeners understand and join Versteen on her journey to, quote, enlightenment. When you get that headline. Teen.
2: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you know what you just right. said. I should give you a T-shirt. I'll, so when we're done, I'll ask for a side. But you said the magical word. We actually have a T-shirt that we say, um, sell that says "Conspiracy Realist." Um, yeah,
1: come on, ladies and gentlemen. See you. you know is.
2: <laughs> Shameless plug. Right, a, you, can at, you can buy it. You can buy it on the. doing this interview. Yeah, you, you can, can buy it, at your it on your website. The, yeah, you can buy it on the website.
1: So if you go to uh, truthoftalk.com, you can get a T-shirt that says
2: conspiracy realist
1: conspiracy realist
2: i yeah, like it was that based does that off help of... fund your show um no because i don't sell enough of them but then i don't promote it enough i'm actually i have some more t-shirt ideas i'm working on so hopefully i'll have some of them done by freedom fest too um all right because you gotta um, do that but yeah yeah no now, i know broadcasting i know it's... live
1: at freedom fest
2: no, no, no. I'm just going to be there. I'm just holding interviews. I want to actually just network and do some man on the street. Um, April April's on a hiatus right now. i basically taken over the channel. She has three kids. She's homeschooling. She has a child with special needs. Um, she's very active and um, she, she uh, posts a lot on Facebook and she's very active in just, um, you know, giving me ideas, bouncing ideas off of me. So she's still just kind of like behind the scenes, but she really doesn't have time. Um, you know, to, to jump in like she did before. And, um, All right. but, uh, yeah, but yeah, she's very so, supportive. Uh, was it still- tough
1: as you and April were learning about this and kind of following the rabbit hole, waking up and everything else? Did, did it straighten your relationship? Did it, were there sometimes where you're oh, like, like, no, you're off your rock or you're crazy?
2: No, I felt like we really came to the same conclusions at the same time. We actually met in college we actually teched a show together, and at the time, I was like acting emphasis, and she was writing emphasis. But as a theater arts major, you still have to um, like tech, so mainly, mainly like do behind the scenes work on lighting and sound for a few shows to get your degree. And we just we happened to meet because we teched a show together, and had we not tech that had were tech on that show together, we probably never would have met. But um, but yes, it definitely did strengthen our relationship for sure. And I was one of the few friends that stood beside her. Um, when she got her diagnosis and then she was talking about she thought it was the vaccines because she she lost a lot of her friends even um, when that happened, even before we, you know, quote-unquote woke up. And I think I also was maybe open to that because – I, I, I just believe my friends if I know my friends aren't liars and stuff that I'm gonna you know I'm gonna believe them before I you know I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt but but I'd also worked in special ed and I did hear parents talking about that they thought that the vaccines caused their kids autism but I would overhear conversations and interestingly enough a lot of these conversations were in Spanish so I know that you know they always want to say oh the parents just read the Wakefield study I'm like but they, they didn't translate it to Spanish So I know that these people aren't reading studies and determining that this is what happened to their child. They're they're determining what happened to their child because they saw it happen with their own eyes. So yeah, it definitely strengthened our relationship. We always talk about how grateful we are. We talk about like our, I think on our first episode on SoundCloud called Awakenings, we were talking about like how, you know, kind of like our journey and just through the years is definitely strengthened our relationship for sure. She's like my sister, you know.
12: All right, I, said, I, I call love my it.
2: sister from another mister.
1: <laughs> Whoa! All right, there you go. I haven't heard that before. I've heard my brother from another mother, but the yeah, my sister, sister from, from another mister. mister. Yeah. There
2: you go.
1: <laughs> all right, buy yeah. our shirt, conspiracy realist, ladies and gentlemen. I saw that headline uh, from truthertalk.com, dot com. So learn about that. Now, you guys did some interesting broadcasts. I want to kind of bring one up. One of them. Yeah. Is episode 12. It's eight years ago. And it basically says this What do men and women want?
2: Oh, so God, you guys cover a lot of different
1: ever. topics on your radio <laughs> program. A lot of them we aren't do. political, but it starts out talking about sex, drugs, and rock and roll.
2: Yeah. It's, well, it's about truth seeking, though, right? And I think, yes. you know, oh, God, I don't even remember that. I don't even remember. You did your research. I was so embarrassed. I was so long ago. I never. Do we do we have who is who was the guest? Do I'm we Sam have a Bushman. guest on that show. Or we just we were just no no no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean for that episode. All I right. think so Liam was do, probably on that show.
1: Yeah, Liam was on the show. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I bring this up because you know it's interesting. What do men and women want? And I submit to you that men and women you can't just categorize well, and say what thing. do men want and what do women want. It's really what do people want. Different men and different women want different yeah. things, right?
2: I think, yeah. Well, I think that we want the same thing, but we just have have different ideas about going about getting them. You know, different ways about about getting the same thing.
1: You know what I want? You ready? Mm, After my death, when I get in the elevator with Peter, this is my joke, I just pray he doesn't press down.
2: Oh, (laughs) wow. Right? You don't want Peter to press down when
1: you get in the elevator, do you? no. <laughs> See what a minute we want. They to both the want. Side. They both want Peter to press the up button. You follow me?
2: Yeah. All right. Just move Peter's now, hand aside. The... <laughs> it it, it's just a joke on.
1: about Peter. Some people say that hey, when you get to the gates, that Peter's there, right? And You know, that whole thing.
2: He's funny. You think he's gonna press up, and then he presses down. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's gonna press down. You're like now straight doing? down. It's like, hey, wait a minute, uh, Sam, you yeah. get your just reward, my friend kind of a thing i i just you know i don't want that so there you go all right you wrote an interesting article that i want to bring up as well why i will never join the cult of oh, candace no. owens oh,
2: No. bursty
1: <laughs> henry ladies and gentlemen now why you say you saying not no?
2: you gotta give me a like uh you have to give me a you have to give me a, a sufficient time to explain myself because this is a huge controversial
1: I get it. It's we'll do it. Yeah. I'm ready. All
2: right. Go. But yeah, what do you what do you you, you want to ask me why I wrote it? You want well, to ask me? Well, I already know. It? I read
1: the whole thing, and I agree. Yeah. With it. So let's just kind of talk about the genesis of it. So, tell me your race.
2: I am human, but I am I'm categorized as black. But you All know, right. my grandmother was half white, so I technically have Irish and right. I have white in me. But I'm I'm no. I physically I'm a brown person.
1: Amen. I like, like the brown rest of us. skin. Yeah. There's different shades of brown there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anybody that's really white. Uh, maybe albinos, but there you go. Um, I bring this up, and I don't care about your race, but I only bring it up because, because of your race, everybody came to you and asked you a question and figured, hey, um, you know what? You got to love Candace, right? And so that's how it started,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. Well,. I liked her at first I really did I remember um, I think the first video I saw she did a cute one where it was like coming out as a conservative and she played both characters and I was like oh that's really cute and I actually wrote her a I sent her message and she never wrote me back but I'm just assuming that she was overwhelmed you know at the time because I understand too when you're out there and people a lot of times I can't get back to people too and I was like, oh, this is cool. It's, I was like, it's good to see another another person, another black person, um, because we are so brainwashed, you know, that that is going against the narratives. And I know that when you do that, you need support. And um, so I, you know, I sent her like a supportive message. Hey, it's really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Keep it up, whatever. And I followed her. And then um, there was another YouTuber named Tree of Logic who, and I liked, I liked both of them. And she came out with this video that was like, talking about how she had this doxing website and you know tree of logic was an ex-police officer and i think that's so brave Like clear. i be I... talking
1: about how candace owens yeah 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 yeah. yeah yeah. but i'm I... just
2: i'm letting you know yeah but i'm kind of giving you like the backstory
1: yeah so stay there this... we're going to continue oh, okay. with the backstory but okay. i just wanted to know people who the characters are so we're talking about um candace having a doxing website uh and this tree what is it trio
2: Logic. tree of logic that's another tree of too. logic yeah.
1: um brought this to people's attention
2: right yeah because she was
1: we'll talk about it
0: your daily liberty newswire you're listening to liberty news radio
8: USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The
9: pro-critical race theory school board of Virginia's Loudoun County cut off public comment during a fiery meeting Tuesday as parents are angered over new school policies. Parents have criticized CRT as left-wing indoctrination and violation of parental rights. 259 residents signed up to speak during the public comment session. Only 50 were allowed to speak before the board declared an unlawful assembly. At least two people were arrested by armed police officers as parents cut off from speaking before the board remained in the room. Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed three bills Tuesday. Civics education will be expanded in Florida, including instruction about communist and totalitarian governments, and state universities will be prevented from blocking freedom of speech.
6: It's crucial to ensure that we teach our students how to be responsible citizens. Uh, they need to have a, a good working knowledge of American history, American government.
7: USA Radio News. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a healthcare plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more... They like it. Medishare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services and Medishare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than twenty-five years, shared more than four billion dollars in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch to You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. You'll save another $170 right off the bat. But, again, it's a limited-time offer. you got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number, 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE.
9: What do Americans really want when it comes to voter reform? Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports.
7: A new poll shows a majority of Americans support the ability to vote early, but also stricter ID laws. The Monmouth University poll shows more than 70% of people support making it easier for people to vote ahead of Election Day. That number jumps to 80% when it comes to people that support requiring a form of ID before a person can vote. Less than 20% thought early voting should be restricted and there should be no additional ID mandates. It comes as states are passing election reform laws after last November's election. And as the Senate takes up a bill that would set some federal standards for voting nationwide.
9: President Biden on Wednesday will unveil a zero-tolerance policy for rogue gun dealers accused of violating rules as his administration blames a national crime wave on guns and the COVID-19 pandemic. This is USA Radio News. First,
0: promoting God, family, and country. Are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: Wow. All right. Just leave it to me to jump the gun. I'm supposed to know better than that. Wow. All right. Anyway, Versteene <laughs> Henry with me, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about her uh, article that she wrote about Candace Owens. Uh, and it's a very interesting article. And she liked Candace at the start, but these kind of ran off the rails. While well, never joined the cult of Candace Owens. Verstein Henry is the article so we're giving Verstein a chance to explain herself on this one and by the way I'm okay with it because I understand it all Uh, nevertheless So she uh, there's this doxing site that Candace had right, Verstein
2: Yeah, so tree of logic who is another youtuber actually exposed her and um, And she exposed her because she actually found herself on the doxing website and tree of logic was an ex-police officer and you know I I've, I've I've known people that have put people away in jail and when you put someone away in jail those people really all they think about when they get out is trying to get revenge on you, you know, so she, and, and this, you know, this, this YouTuber goes by tree of logic. She goes by, doesn't have her name or any of her personal information, but on this website, she found her real name, her personal information, all this personal, in, you know, information about her is just made public. And she, she told Candace, she was like, Hey, you know, I was a police officer. Could you please take this down? Because I have people that literally want to kill me. So, you know, if this information is up on this website, it's going to make it easier for people to find me and do harm to me or kill me. And Candace blocked her. And then because Candace at the time was getting um, publicity and it was starting to gain traction because, you know, she was being exposed. She actually went on, I think it was like Dave Rubin and called her like a crackhead, you know, and, and it was basically trying to defame her. I was like, this is really messed up. And I felt like... I actually had to defend Tree of Logic, because I like them both, but I I did take a side, and I'm just like, well, you know what? She has the evidence. She did have this doxing website. She did say that it was, um, Candace said that it wasn't working, but it was proved that it was functioning, it was working, and it was collecting people's information. And I did a video, um, it's on my bid shoot, actually, showing, I did a little mini-movie, it's called Meet Candace Owens, where you can see that there were YouTubers that, you know, went into the website, saw that it was collecting information, and she basically lied about it being functional. So long story short, like, um, at the time when this happened, you know, I would say that Candace took about a six month break because there were lots of people exposing her and people she was, you know, losing followers and everything. And then uh, a few months later, about six months later, like clockwork, she started getting all these interviews and everything and just, um, you know, push basically all the bad publicity down. So if people didn't know, either people forgot about it or there were just lots of people that didn't didn't know about it. And, um, you know, and then, like I said, I came out and I defended her. I spoke out against her and I got criticized for that. And it just really was very disappointing because I felt like if she was a quote unquote liberal, then the conservatives would not have forgiven her for it because but because she was on our side, quote unquote, then, you know, they just chose to look the other way. And I think that. You know, it just, to me, it revealed a huge hypocrisy in the movement. And, you know, people aren't allowed to criticize her. And if they do, you know, they're heavily ostracized. I got attacked so much for criticizing her about the website. I didn't lie on her. It was something that I can prove. And it was something that really did happen. So long story short, I think, you know, because I'm a black woman, um, a lot of people just, they think that, you know, I should automatically like her and when they ask that if i do and i say that i don't they get really upset so i just wrote that article to to explain myself and you guys can read it if you want to um and um you know and i and i also feel like she's been chosen as this quintessential thought leader and for me to somebody for somebody to be a thought leader they have to have integrity and that That situation proved to me that she has no integrity. She's not trustworthy. And, you know, it's like, you know, and and also, you know, I was upset too when when people were writing, you know, she, she called people chimpanzees, black people chimpanzees. Now... You know, I understand how it's it's annoying and frustrating that black people are rioting and burning down their own neighborhoods. But a true thought leader would try and actually look into the problem and try and understand why that's happening and not just name call. And I think that a lot of conservatives like her because she has the guts to say things that they don't have to say. So... Long story short, I wrote that article to explain myself, and I still get people like, Oh, you should like, you're just like Candace Owens. And I'm like, Yeah, I'll never be like her. Thank God I'll never be like her. I'm not wanting to be like her. And I just re- basically just send them that article so they can know where I stand with that. I
1: understand. And now, I feel like, Candace
2: and I feel
4: Owens like a lot of, just, go ahead. I
2: just want to say one thing. And I feel like a lot of people, I, 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 and since I've done that, um, I actually have had people come to me. And tell me personal things about her, about her not being a nice person. But a lot of people are afraid to criticize her because they know that she has a lot of power behind her. I don't care. <laughs> I'm at I'm past that point. I'm already an anti vaxxer You know what I mean? Like I've been through it all. I don't care. I'm not. Wor- I'm not trying to be part of the cool conservative kids club. You know, so it's not. It's not important to me to be liked by those people. So right, I'll so just I'll speak a document.
1: My mind. Just to document Candace Owens a little bit, so everybody understands. I'm not here to attack everybody, but I am here to be a truth teller, okay? And according to NBC News, Candace Owens co-founded the marketing agency Degree 180 uh, back in 2015 where her political views, her post shows a very different Owens. All right, so anyway, she became a conservative overnight. Over racial issues, she got awarded a big settlement because she was racially uh, wronged, if you will. In 2016, her political transformation began. She created another business website called Social Autopsy that would serve as a searchable database to expose supposedly cyber bullies and trolls. Many felt this was an evasion of privacy. That's kind of the core of what you're talking about, right? Right.
2: Yeah, that was a child doxing website. But the thing is, she like so she was asked about. She was like, "Oh, it was an anti-bullying website, and I was doing it to trying to stop bullying." That's fine. Like I get that. And if that's what she, if that's what her intention was, I can actually even forgive that. When I can't forgive is the fact that she lied about it being functional. That's what makes her shady to me. And the fact that she had people to back her up, even though when she was lying, makes makes me wonder about who is invested in her and why they continue to promote her she even lied on kanye west too and said that he gave her permission and or that he designed her Blexit shirts and he was like and that's when he separated himself from her so it's something to him like well if you get to lie about somebody as powerful as kanye west and you still get to stick around then who's behind you so i don't know i just i don't i don't trust her you know and i don't don't like i I don't think she's a nice person
1: here's what she said i became a conservative overnight Owen said in a 2017 interview with dave rubin so very interesting indeed how that is um you know she says black people don't have to be democrats but what runs this is it big money all right Kenya, kanye west was an owens supporter and then he wasn't and that's kind of the story of how and why he's just like wait a minute i didn't create those shirts he sparked controversy, they say, when he tweeted, I love the way Candace Owens thinks. And he went through a MAGA phase. Um, but anyway, then he kind of backed away over that. Well, he didn't create those things. And so then they're apart. Very strange how the rise to power happens, huh?
2: Yeah. And and to me, it reeks of Hollywood machination, just somebody that has grown up in L.A. that knows a lot of people that work in Hollywood You know, it wouldn't, you know, it's not, you know, improbable that their agents or their PR people connected with each other and was like, hey, could you promote my person? You know, I know she has a PR team. Um, Well, she has a huge PR team.
1: And let me tell you what fuels it. What you do, one of the ways that they do this is they pit powerful people against powerful people with an agenda. So what you do is you have a battle with Kanye. Ah, he created the shirts. No, I didn't. Wait a minute. I'm for Candace. Look, you tweeted you were for me. Now you're against me. That plays a very powerful role in the fuel that rises you to power. So then the next one she takes on is Joe Rogan. Candace Owens and Joe Rogan argued over climate change, see? And every time these interviews, every time these, quote, clashes happen, they get bigger. All right, yeah. so let me give you an example. Alex Jones and Glenn Beck have a sparring match over the years as well. And it mm-hmm. helps them both get bigger.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, they do this never, over and over, and over and it. over. It's a pattern you can see.
2: You know, it's funny, though. I actually agree with her on the climate change. <laughs> I don't agree with her. I agree with her. But I'm just saying. Like, but I, I, can, I can say when I agree with somebody when I don't. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know what? That's a really good thought. I never thought about You know, we live in this argument culture, right? where people don't really have conversations with each other, they battle it out, and it kind of, like, draws this energy, and, it like, the toxic energy makes them get bigger. So now I see what you're saying. I never really thought about it like that. That's fascinating.
1: Yeah, just leave it to Redneck Radio to tell you how it is. (laughs) All right, they say Candace Owens spreading conspiracy theories. Yeah. Congressman, listen to this. Well, I'll tell you after the break. How's that? Hang tight. Congressman Ted Lieu, Candace Owens. We'll talk about that, too.
4: Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money.
5: Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins?
4: Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org.
10: Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better having a 1% pay cut? And there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio. I'm with Verstein Henry, ladies and gentlemen, talking about Candace Owens. Is she who we think she is? Answers no. Why I'll never joined the cult of Candace Owens is the article written by Verstein, Verstein Henry. Kanye West was a Kanye supporter and then, well, I'm sorry, let me start over. Kanye West was a Candace Owens supporter and then he wasn't. The controversy over whether he created a pair of um, uh, shirts for her or not. Candace Owens and Joe Rogan argued over climate change. In a House Judiciary Committee committee uh, event, or what do you call it, hearing, I guess they call those things, Candace Owens and Representative Ted Lieu, Democrat of California, had a heated exchange. Now, you got to ask yourself, why on earth is she even at these hearings? Answer, the more battles you have with the elite that are mock battles, the more you can rise some of the power and fame. So now she's in congressional hearings. Now she's argued with Joe Rogan, arguably the biggest podcaster on the planet, they claim. Uh, you know, a, a discussions with Alex Jones, very controversial, hanging out with Dennis Prager. Uh, and, you know, liberal turned conservative overnight. Wow. And it goes on and on and on. But you start to get a flavor of how the rise to power happens through these intentionally manufactured controversies. Now the headline says, the Trump family loves candace owens now you got the deal sealed
2: Verstein. yeah yeah well well they'll find out soon enough <laughs> you know they'll find out soon enough he also loved almarosa too so you know we'll see um A- anyway
1: i wanted to explore that because i think it's interesting and i think it is here's the the point to me i'm not here to attack candace however i am here for the truth and is Candace Owens everybody we believe? We believe he's she's basically a black, female, you know, pretty conservative rock star. Is that the truth? And the truth isn't so nice. You know what? Doxing people isn't a very nice thing to do. Now yeah. it's hard to dox me because I put my information out everywhere. Yeah. If you want to kill me, well, go I'm, ahead. And, I'll and see as, you as the next somebody, life.
2: Oh, and as somebody in the health freedom movement, you know, I've known people whose lives have been destroyed by doxing. So that's something I take very, very, very seriously, you know. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm just saying like, I, you know, I, you know, I'll be fair to the people like her too. And I still have friends that like her, you know, I get it. You know, especially when we are being, you know, mind controlled and brainwashed with the racism thing. It is refreshing to see a black person come out and speak against it because I think that we do need all people speaking against it. And especially if, you know, it's refreshing to see a black person be like, you know what? I don't uh, think that all white people are racist. And I think that being in a victim mentality is a terrible thing. And, and it's devastating to, to black people and that, you know, as, as a, as a race, um, I, I get that. I get why people like her and I get like, it's great to have somebody to just put out there and, and, and kind of like, you know, say those things that maybe you can't say. She's a voice for people that, that, you know, they feel like they don't have the courage to speak out. I totally understand that. But the fact that she is not allowed to be criticized within our own movement is very disturbing to me. And um, yes it is. And, 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 like, and, and the opinion, fact that she's oh wait, i oh, just one more thing. And the fact that sure. also she's put up like she's the only black person that thinks like this and there's nobody else. And I and I know speaking with other people that are that have kind of made a name for themselves as black people in this movie, they're very frustrated with that too, that they're just kind of like brushed aside and they're only a certain group of black conservatives that get um to speak their mind on certain things and get notoriety um i don't put myself in that category because i'm not aiming for that um i'm a truther i'm you know anti-vac like health freedom that's my thing i'm not really i don't really really feel like i'm aiming for that but i know that there are people that are just like you know they'll say something and then they'll say the same thing. And then Candace Owens will say the same thing that they said. And then Candace Owens will cr- get credit for the things that they said. And they're just kind of pushed aside because she has more money and power behind her. And she has closer proximity to the president. And that's what makes her, you know, kind of more, more prominent, you know. And, and anyway. Well, I'm going to
1: bring up a very controversial topic. But I, I, I want to see how this, this works for you. You ready? So mm-hmm. I don't believe in racism, as you know. I reject Mm -hmm. it. I think it's evil. I think it's uh, satanic and I think we need to stop it. We're all God's children. We should behave that way. I say that so many times. I'm blue in the face, right? Mm -hmm. Wait, can I be blue in the face or is that a racist thing? Anyway. (laughs) uh, All right. So here's the question for you though. It's an honest question. Now I'm against abortion, but you know what? I can be kind to people who believe in abortion. Um, I'm against vaccines. I can be kind to people who believe in vaccines. And we seem to think that I'm—I don't believe in the gay and lesbian agenda, but I can be kind to people who choose that lifestyle. I disagree with them, but we can agree to disagree. And most people in society have that view towards most things, but they don't when it comes to racists. So I don't believe yeah. that somebody's superior <laughs> to somebody else because of their race. Okay, I don't believe that. Yeah. However, let's say that a white guy does flat out say, "Hey, I'm superior because I'm white. I'm superior to everybody else because of my race. God bless me to be white. I'm." You know, I'm the God race, I'm the chosen people, I'm whatever they think, and they have that view. Now, I completely disagree with the view, don't misunderstand me, but why do we think it's okay to ostracize them from society and destroy their lives as they're nothing but a, a Nazi, a white supremacist, a bigot, a hater, an evil, And but yet every other difference or divide uh, can be okay, and, yeah. and, and we can. but yet not that one. Now, I, I don't would, know. I would say that there can be a you good know. person... That can be great in every aspect of their life. They can be a very nice person, do a lot of good, but they can just be, in my opinion, deceived and wrong on that issue. But they're still children of God, even if they're wrong.
2: It's the boogeyman that it's uh-huh. like, the, like to me, it's like you know, being a racist is the worst. I, I don't believe. I don't even believe that. I understand why people are racist, and I think that we all have it in us to be discriminatory against someone, right? And um, it's like. Um, I don't know. It's so weird. It's like they, they act like being a racist is like the worst thing you can ever possibly be, like worse than being a murderer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Worse than it's like the worst thing. And you know what's funny? When I was in Taiwan, um, the Japanese occupied the Taiwanese during World War Two, so a lot of the older generation they hate Japanese people. They hate Japanese people. Like like the the tension between Japanese people, and physically they look very similar because they're both Han Asian people but the the older generations, a lot of them they have a lot of disdain toward the Japanese people because of what happened, and it's just as vicious, I would say as racism, and I think that it you know it just depends on where you go and what country you live in and what um you know, what uh, tension is between the neighbors of the country, you can kind of use use that as a tool to facilitate divide and conquer. And since, you know, every year or every other year, there's a movie about slavery. It's always talked about in, um, you know, uh, on TV shows and stuff. So they're constantly fueling the flame of racism. And especially because we have a history of slavery in this country it's just it's and and because racism can be um racism is based on physical features you know it's just the i think it's just the easiest button to push or it's the easiest fragment of divide and conquer
1: yes to, i understand um, and i'm not advocating to, to divide
2: people no no no, and i know and I, I i understand i understand your point too and i i you know I but you you're saying you have the you can be like uh, I don't agree with that I don't agree with you know the gay lifestyle I don't agree with abortion I don't agree with that. and that's fine and I'm cool I mean I mean I I don't agree with that either um like abortion and and stuff like that um but I don't like I don't know I, I, people but I think the reason maybe why people can't separate themselves and where our racism is like the harshest you know divide and conquer tactic is because I think we've been programmed the most with it
1: i agree and we uh, need to stop uh, the that harshest the point and the reason that i bring it up is i yeah. know a guy who i personally believe is is you know quite racist he really is huh. i agree i disagree i think he's crazy i think hopefully he'll come to his senses but he does so much good he does a lot of good in the health freedom movement uh, he was a nurse for his whole life he served uh in in a war as a, a vet he uh literally does things for children Uh, All day long. I mean, the guy is a good person. He's just ignorant on that issue. But I don't see why the world should just hate him and ostracize him and, hey, his world's ruined. Why don't we reason with him and try to educate him and maybe he'll come to his senses
2: yeah and yeah, and I think they also like kind of market this racism thing as a fact that it's irredeemable, right? And I think most people, like I said, are discriminatory against people, and it's funny the racist the people that claim they hate racists are so much, they're the most discriminatory too. They're just as racist and discriminatory against the races as they as they claim to be. so it's like they're they're huge hypocrites but i I think also racism is a byproduct of um of, of it's a defense mechanism. you know, when I was teaching children. Um, they notice that everybody looks different, but they, they don't really attach meaning to race, you know? And I think either you're taught it, but you're still taught it, like, as a defense mechanism. A lot of people, um, maybe um, they're just like, oh, don't go go, uh, go near that group of people because they're, you know, they're this way. There's this, have you ever seen this movie called Mississippi Masala? I have not, no. It's an, it's an old movie, it's with Denzel Washington, and he falls in love with this Indian girl, And they're both brown skin, but his, her dad is very, very racist. And throughout the whole movie, and she, she's just like, no, be with black people. They're, you know, they're bad, blah, 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 blah. And then in the end, you find out he actually, because there are a lot of Indians that live, that live in Africa and Indians built the railroads in Africa. And he was, so you go back into the father's past and you find find out that he, his best friend actually was black. And there was a whole backstory then where um, they were divided and conquered because of race. And and then, you know, he, he believed in his mind because of his, that incident that, um, uh, you know, it was safer for Indians to stick with their own kind. And he was a racist because he was trying to protect his daughter. You know, not because he was a bad person, but he just thought, he, you know, his his daughter would be better off sticking, quote unquote, with her own kind because, you know, he was he was he was a defense mechanism. You know, um, I don't know. And I think I think that, you know, and nobody talks about the, the racism. I don't know if you know about this, Sam, but there's racism within the black race, but between light skinned blacks and dark skinned blacks. And I've actually seen more evidence. Yeah, in you ain't a
1: real black, is you?
2: Yeah, no, but I'm, right. I'm talking about, I'm talking about like, I'm, my complexion is like caramel colored. There are people that are like chocolate colored or darker yeah, and sure. there are literally be, be black people that be like, don't marry that person. They're too dark or don't hang around that person or they'll make fun of their hair because their hair is nappy. Like I, you know, I got made, I'm, I'm pretty light skinned, but I got made fun of because by other black people, because my hair wasn't straight enough. You know, I got made fun of by other black and bullied by other black people because my English was too proper because I like to read books. Literally, I'd be like walking yeah. down the street. I mean, walking down the hallway and somebody would hit me in the face with a with the textbook, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, we're flat black. out of time. I oh, was sorry. <laughs>
1: Henry is a health freedom fighter. She's a writer. She's a teacher. Musician. She's a musician. And best of all, she's a podcaster. Truthertalk.com, the website. She's a co-host with her good buddy, April. Uh, they do a great job, and we're going to look April forward voting. to meeting them at Freedom Fest. Thank you so much for your time, ma'am. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right, there she goes, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, interesting. We, the people of America, need to learn who we are and celebrate Our similarities, what we stand together on, but our differences in a way that can restore the country. God save the republic.